0: Good morning, y'all. Welcome back to another episode on the Bruce Not Broken podcast. It's your girl, Desi. And today, I just want to start off by thanking you all for just tuning in and listening with your girl. Like, I really appreciate you guys who've been um, tuning in with me and just, you know, subscribing and commenting and just sharing with your friends. I appreciate all all the support from all of my followers and listeners. And even those who follow me on my blog. Like I appreciate you guys. So I just wanted to shout out you all. And just give you a big thanks. um, a big old hug. And just again I appreciate all of your guys' love and support. I couldn't get here without you. And what started off as something so small. Grew into something larger than what I could have imagined. And it's all thanks to you guys. But mainly all to God. Um, So... I am doing a bit of a reflection. Um, I've been listening to my past episodes and I just realized, you know, I just I just been down, you know, like I've been going through the motions and I just feel like life has been beating me up. You know what I'm saying? But every time I fall, I get back up even stronger. And so I had to tell myself that, like, listen, some days are harder than others, but I'm not going to let that day get the best of me. You know, I may uh, get upset. I may um, react. However, I'm not going to sit in that reaction if you understand what I'm saying. Um, And that goes to say that, you know, not everything needs to be, how am I trying to say this? Not You don't have to take everything to offense. You know, you don't have to take offense to everything. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to take offense to everything. Like, you don't have to give everything a reaction, you know, and I've learned that. However, you don't also you don't also want to just, you know, play the silent lamb. You also don't want to just be silent because sometimes silence is an answer. And when you sit by and you be silent while other things are going on, it looks like you're condoning those actions. It looks like you're condoning those things instead of actually taking a stand and saying, like, listen, this is what my father said. This is wrong. This is not what you're supposed to do, you know, and, and trying to show people the right way. But I, I just couldn't sit silent um, on this matter because I felt like, you know, Somebody somewhere needs to hear this. Like, this is why I'm doing this podcast. This is why I do these episodes, because somebody somewhere needs to hear this message. I don't care if it's just one person that tunes in or if it's two people. I don't care if it's 10 or 15. It doesn't matter the number of the audience that I have, because I'm here to do what God called me to do. Whatever number he gives me, that you know, that's perfectly fine, because I trust him. You know, and I may just be prepared to, you know, fill the audience of 50 instead of filling an audience of 10,000, or I may be prepared to fill an audience of 10,000 instead of an audience of 50 because I just had that broad spectrum of, um, of just education and knowledge and experience to lay on those people. You know, God equips you, God prepares you and you won't know until you're in it. But before I speak too much on that, <laughs> I want to start off by seeing where everybody's heart is at. Um, when we are worshiping, a lot of the times I find that people worship out of routine instead of worshiping out of a you know, worshiping from a genuine heart. When you worship God, you're not supposed to worship him because, oh, it's praise and worship. You know, I do this every Sunday in the mornings to, you know, um, say that I spend time with God. No, you can sing a song. You can, you know, sing a tune, but that doesn't mean that God is inside of you. That doesn't mean that you have God in your heart. It doesn't mean that you have a relationship with God just because you sing a tune. Like do y'all, you sing so many songs now, you probably rap so many songs now that you don't even live. You rapping about a life you don't even live about. Talking about something you was in these streets. You ain't never lived on no street, no hood, no none of that. But you out here rapping it. Same goes in the praise and worship. You out here singing these songs and, you know, singing these words. And you don't even, you don't feel these words. You don't. Feel what the song is saying. You don't feel it in your heart. Like, God, I truly feel this. I truly love you. I'm truly grateful. I thank you, Lord God. Break this thing inside of me so that I can grow into who you called me to be. You know, and and we got to come to that realization like this is not not routine. This is not religion. This is all about relationship. And every Christian, you know, has to go through this. Again, you can be, you know, A born-again saint, you know, um, you can be a Christian who's been saved, you know, or who got saved 20 years ago. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. It's going to come a point in your life where you have to refresh your faith. It's going to come a point in your life where you have to reinvest because along the way you got a little drawn out, because along the way you got a little stretched out, and that's okay because that is what happens in life. You're going to get molded, folded, and you're going to get stretched, but that's how we grow at the end of the day. So, back to what I was talking about. I feel like I'm just getting a little off topic. Sorry, guys. Um, But I want to see where you guys is, um, where your heart is at because I want us to worship God genuinely. When you're worshiping God, I don't want you to just worship God with your mouth. I don't want you to just worship, worship God because you want something from him. That's not worship. That's not worship at all. That's just being greedy. Because now all of the, all you are saying to God is that it's about you, 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 and not him, him, him. Because all you do is want, want, want from him. But all he wants to do for you is heal you. Isn't that something? How we want all these things from God, but all he wants to do is heal us? <laughs> it's just like, we want so much and he wants so little. And we just think that the little that he asks of is just a lot. And it's not. God just says, listen, pick up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. And we'd be like, oh, my gosh, God, this is too much. You are asking me for way too much. I cannot do this because denying myself. What if I like to have fun on a weekend and do this, that, and the third? My girlfriends, you know what I'm saying? Like, deny yourself. And it's, you know, it's easier said than done, but this is what spiritual maturity is all about, you know, and spiritual progression, like, you may not be spiritually mature. Okay? You may be spiritually immature. You may still be growing because I know that I am. <laughs> like I'm I'm keeping it 100 with you guys like I am not going to say I have it all together because I do not. I am still learning every single day as I'm going through the motions. When I go to work, God like every day God tests me on patience. I kid you not. <laughs> God tests me on patience. He tests me on how I react in stressful situations. Like, it's always something. But sometimes we mix up what God is doing for us with the devil. So that's why you just got to make sure that you are asking God for the gift of discernment. that That you are asking him to help you to utilize the resources of the Holy Spirit so that you can discern between good and evil. Because some of these things, you know, they're not from the devil. It is God putting you in place of a test. It is God trying to see where your faith is. He's just measuring your faith. He's measuring where you are at. So I don't know if I told you guys this before, but when I think of worship, I think of worship. Because no matter where I'm at, whether it be a good time or a bad time, I'm always going to be battling for the Lord. You know that's how I see it. When I'm, you know, in my zone and I'm giving God praise and I'm worshiping God, I feel as though that's me. Basically, you know, getting pumped up to go on the battlefield. Like I feel as though that's my. That's like my Gatorade. That's that's my my um, my amplified music. You know, before the boys go out in the field and play football. Like you know how we, you how you get hyped before you go out there. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Worship is. I feel like worship is refueling, I feel like it gives you that oomph that you need to get through that day. I feel like worship will definitely change your, you know, your situation around, especially if, you know, you come into work and you just got a lot on your mind and you listen to a couple of songs and you truly listen to them, not just with your your mind, but you also let them fill up your heart. And when you allow it to take form of your heart and to move inside of you, you start to rejoice and bit by bit that starts to transform you, you know, and transform the way you think and it starts to reform your attitude, you know, um, compared to when you originally came in. So when you're worshiping God, just think of it as you preparing for the battle, as you getting ready to, you know, unleash what God has laid inside of you. Don't just worship God because it's a routine because you do it every Sunday. No, start to worship God. You need to start doing things outside of routine. I don't know who this is for, but I feel like I need to stay to say it. Start doing things outside of routine, and I also want to um say a little disclaimer, guys. When I get excited about something, I talk really fast, so I apologize <laughs> if it seemed like I was just speeding through. I um it's something I'm working on but I definitely get excited and start to talk really fast and I don't know it until like I'm listening to it and I'm like, "Dang, girl, motor mouth what's going on?" <laughs> but um some of you guys need to get out of routine. You know, the reason that you're not growing, the reason that you don't see the things that um you're asking God for is because you're stuck in a routine of things. You think that if you live by your standards and not God's, you're going to receive that abundance. That if you live by your standards, things are going to turn out in the way that you expected. No. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but that is not how it works. Because at the end of the day, you're not in control. I know we say take control of your life, da-da-da-da, you know, take your power back. All this stuff like you can be control of your attitude and your emotions, you know having self control that's what God calls us to have, but to have control over your life over your over you know like career and and how things move and how pieces come together, you don't have control over that, you don't have that authority, you don't have that power, only God does so when you think of a routine, I want you to think of a box because. You sit yourself in this box all day, every day and wonder why you can't get any sun and wonder why you can't grow. You got to get outside of your box. You got to shake things up a bit and start doing things a little bit differently. Instead of just giving God praise on Sundays, I need you to start giving God praise every day. We want to dive deeper into God and we want God to show up more, but we got to start showing up more. We got to start giving God more of ourselves. That is the only way we are going to see him work in our lives because we can't see what we don't know, you know what I'm saying, like, the Bible lets us know that there is a being there, that there is a supernatural power above us, and that is God, that is Yahweh, you know, and if we don't know about it, we can't, you know, take cover, and that is why we need to give God our all, because God gives us that insight, God gives us that insight, and a lot of the times, the reason why you drop the ball is because you don't have the insight. You don't have the answers, because you're not sitting at God's feet, because you're not delighting yourself in the law of the Lord, because you're not taking that time to be with the Lord. Start off by giving God five minutes every day, and then challenge yourself to start doing ten. Start listening to podcasts as you're going to work or as you're driving home from work. Just start taking your drives more seriously and use that as your quiet time with God. Do you have time set aside that you sit with God? And this is not um me opening the floor to point the blame. No, this is an opportunity. A lot of times a lot of us look at opportunities as, you know, being pessimistic or being negative, but You got to change your perspective. You got to stop seeing everything as being negative or seeing everything as, you know, people coming after you. Some of these things are opportunities for you to grow. You know, some of these things may be constructive criticism. You just can't see it because you're immature. Mm. Mm. I don't know who that was for, but that was definitely for somebody. Get outside of your routine. Start doing things that you've never done before. You say you want to, you know, give God your all. You want to trust God with all of your heart, mind, and soul. Do that. Accountability is a big thing. Step into God's word. Don't just pray and go to bed or just pray and close your book. Pray and wait for God to give you an answer. It's not a one-sided conversation. Even though sometimes it may seem like it because you may not hear from God all the time. But. So just take time to really just sit and be still. It may sound weird at first. Like I know when I first got into my prayer room, my war room, um, and it may be a closet for you. It may be an office for others. Um, it may just be your bedroom. I mean, Hey, to each its own. But I remember when I first did it and I just felt like I was just sitting there talking to myself. Like, who am I speaking to? Like, God, do you hear me? Like, knock, knock. Are you there? Um, And I just felt as though like it was just a one-sided conversation and God wasn't hearing me. But, you know, I started to take into reflection what I would write down at the end of my sessions. That was God speaking to me. He may not speak to you in a small, still voice, but he can still speak to you through thoughts, through writing. We got to look at that. Like, God... Can use so many different channels to get that message out to you. You just got to pay attention and you got to know how to identify those channels, how to identify, um, the media that God is going to use to get to you. And it may be unorthodox, but that is just who God is. That's the kind of God that I serve. I don't know about you, but God definitely does go, you know, he does things that we may deem as impossible to show us that he is more than able. He is more than capable to get this done by just breathing, by just snapping his finger, by just looking. Now, don't get me wrong. Not all routines are bad, but you you know this is where your discernment comes in. You got to know what you're doing and whether you are you know limiting yourself or you allow, you're allowing yourself to grow outside of your comfort zone. But some routines, um, they're 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 suffocating because they're not allowing you to flourish. They're not allowing you to see what's out there and. If you stay inside your box, you will always be in the shadows. You got to get out those shadows. You know what I'm saying? You got to get out there and see what God has for you. And if you want to see that inheritance, if you want to see that abundance, if you really want God to heal you, heal yourself first by going to him. Okay? The doctor can't do nothing if you don't take yourself to his office. Okay? If you don't make it known to the doctor what's wrong, the pains that you are feeling, he can't diagnose nothing. Just bring it all to God. You may be battling with, you know, a demon of procrastination, okay? You may be battling with jealousy or depression. You may be battling with uh, financial debt, poverty. Whatever it is, God can wash it away. A lot of the times, we don't bring our issues to God because we were too ashamed of of doing so, but that shame is condemnation. That's not conviction, and when you feel that shame, I want you to... Understand that shame comes from evil. Shame comes from the devil. The devil wants you to soak in shame so that you will feel bad for yourself, so that you will lose your connection with God, so that you will just draw away from him because you feel as though you're not worthy. When people start to feed you lies and you actually believe them, you start to make decisions thinking that that is the truth when actually you're just living a lie. Don't let shame rule your destiny. Don't let shame take away the anointing that God has already placed in you. Don't let shame do that. You can still bring it to God, whatever it is that you're facing. Admit it and give it over to God. And when I say give it over, I mean to fully give it over. We sometimes we say we give it over to God, but still try to micromanage on the side. We can't do that. If you want to give it all to God, then give it all to God. Okay, and stop trying to manage things because it's not for you to manage. It's out of your hands. And that's what God was trying to show you in the first place, that you the reason that you're not getting healing, the reason that this wound keeps reopening is because you're you're putting temporary bandages on top of it that don't really do anything in the first place. But just take away the pain for the moment. Who am I talking to that? You're going to people with your, you know, with your issues and you get a solution for the moment, but then you feel you're back in that same place about an hour later or, you know, the next day you're back in the same place. The reason that you keep feeling these emotions, the reason that you keep, you keep um, running into these cycles is because you're running to somebody who don't know what they're doing. They can't give you what only God can give you. They can't give you the answer that you're looking for because they don't know what to look for. <laughs> they don't know what's exactly wrong. They can't pinpoint exactly what the diagnosis is, but God can because God has x-ray vision. God can see through the heart. God can see through you. Okay? God sees your heart. God sees your heart. Man can't see your heart, but God sees your heart. God sees right through you. There is no covering up anything there is no hiding anything from God God sees it all and I don't want to say that to scare you but I want to say that to remind you okay so whatever you're doing behind closed doors I want to let you know that God is watching you be mindful of that the things that you're doing behind closed doors would you do them out of public <laughs> no seriously like just be mindful of those things because we have to convict ourselves we have to Um, be accountable for our actions because at the end of the day, we are God's servants. And if we are to be good and faithful servants we need to act as such. And we need to do that by abiding in God's word and walking in his footsteps. Meaning to humble ourselves and to get rid of anything that does not align with who God is, that does not align with his image and the anointing he has for your life. So before I get too carried away and end the episode, I want us to just, um, Meditate on a verse. The scripture is Psalm 51, Psalm chapter 51, verse 10. And it reads, in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I'm going to read it again. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And that was Psalm 51, verse 10. This prayer takes strength. It takes strength to identify when you're wrong. It takes strength to identify where you're weak and to then come to God and ask him to fill you in places where you're weak. Our hearts are sinful. Our hearts are deceitful. So, yeah, we're going to have to ask God, hey, God, please purge my heart. Purify me. Cleanse me. We have to get cleansed. If we were to never get cleansed, then we will just be dirty, so filthy with nothing but wickedness on top of us because we didn't allow God's word to cleanse us. We didn't allow God's word to clean our hearts. And if we go too long without cleaning our hearts, then our hearts will become contaminated with all that dirt of evilness. So to pray this prayer, I I see it as strength because not everybody can ask, you know, for God to to create a clean heart of them because everybody think that they're All good on their own. No. Your heart is deceitful. Some of you got lust in your heart. Some of you got a heart full of anger. Some of you are still holding grudges from 10 years ago that could have been cleaned up if you just allowed God to show you what true forgiveness is. And what it looks like. Created me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a what? A right spirit within me. Not just any spirit, but a right spirit within me. We got to pay attention to these words. Like God's not just, the words in the Bible aren't just there for fun, for, for good looks. Like they're they're there for a reason. You know, these words were placed specifically. You may not think that, but I, I, I do. They could have said a renewal spirit within me. What kind of spirit? It could be evil spirit, but no, a right spirit. Because if you can't get right, you're going to get left. So I, I advise you all to act to say this prayer, to ask God to renew a right spirit within you so that you don't get left when it's time for that trumpet to call. So that wraps up today's episode, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in with me um, and just taking the time to listen to see what God has placed on my heart. Uh, If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, drop a comment, rate, review. Follow my inspirational blog on Instagram at HerDevotion and surf my website at DestinyJackson.com if you have not already. Again, thank you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Love y'all and y'all have a blessed rest of your day.